the Sharks officially, officially have an opening night roster. So we're going to dive into that. Plus, Anthony Vincent, forward from the San Jose Barracuda, joins the show. We get to know Anthony on and off the ice a little bit more. So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team in the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor at Inside the Rink, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen. Probably a part of the Locked on Network. We cover your team every day, and if you want to be an everyday, all you got to do is just follow along wherever you get podcasts, or you can subscribe on YouTube as well, or do both. Both is great. Um, so today we're going to be diving into the Sharks' actual roster, uh, what it means for some of the IR guys, when we can expect to see those guys back. Um, and then Anthony Vincent of the San Jose Barracuda uh, joins, uh, where we get to know Anthony a little bit more. Remember, he uh, he's, he made his debut with the Barracuda at the end of last year, got himself an AHL contract this offseason, and looks to be kind of a, a nice piece for the Barracuda. So wanted to get to know to him. Uh, we learn about kind of his path to San Jose and kind of get to know him off the ice a little bit. So before we do all that, though, do want to let you guys know today's episode is brought to you guys by Game Time. Uh, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. So, um, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, we're in the bedroom setup today. We have uh, guests over at the house this week, so probably going to be a couple of the uh, the the bedroom setup this week. So, uh, I, Mike's. My apologies if no no Legos, no uh you know jerseys or anything like that. Maybe we'll throw a Lego up there for next time. But uh so I do, you know, it's just a blank, boring wall. Um, I know people are gonna tell me I need to get art on my wall. I don't know, I'm not a big art on the wall person. Anyway, and but let's get into what uh we're here for, and that's the sharks new roster for the opening uh night. So forwards. Um, they have Barabanov, Bordalo, Duclair, Eklund, Granlund, Hurdle, Hoffman, Cunning, LeBanc, Smith, Sturm, Zadina, and Zettelin. So 13 forwards uh, going into the season. And then defense, there's eight. Benning, Burroughs, Ty Emerson, Mario Faro, Nikolai Kanijov, Jan Ruda, Henry Thrun, Mark Edward Vlasic. And then, of course, the goaltenders, Mackenzie Blackwood and Capo Kakinen. Um, and then they have a couple. So they put a p- couple players on. So there's two different reserve lists. There's the injured non roster. So these are guys who kind of got hurt um, coming into training camp and really haven't been able to um, do anything yet. Uh, with these guys, you they can come off the IR list as soon as they're ready. So um, theoretically, Kotor. Nikita Ohochuk and Mitchell Russell could all come off tomorrow before um, the actual season starts. Uh, and, but you would have to make a corresponding move to get your roster back down to 23. So with Kotor and Ohochuk, both these guys are not waiver exempt. Of course, Logan Kotor is not going to go on waivers. Um, and Ohochuk, 
we'll see with him. I think my thinking with Mike Greer is he wants to kind of see which of these young defensemen, if any of the cream rises to the crop uh, with your Henry Thruns, um, your Ty Emerson's, your Nikolai Knizhov, see if any of these guys can kind of stick um, and then make the, a decision later on at some point. Uh, Mitchell Russell, he'll, uh, he is still waivers exempt. So as soon as he comes back, he'll probably just get kicked down to the Barracuda. Um, but it's little, little sad that we haven't seen anything from Mitchell Russell really like he played a handful of, of games with the Thunder last year, the Wichita Thunder in the ECHL, and we just haven't seen him. So uh, hoping he can get healthy and we can start to see him make an impact um, down with the Barracuda. And then on injured reserve, uh, the Sharks put Jacob McDonald and Redeem Shimmick. So both these guys will be at least seven days out um, with their injuries. So Again, the kind of the same thing. I think what we're going to see with Greer is, you know, kind of Greer and Quinn let let some of these young guys kind of have an extended battle camp battle into the regular season here. And then when Shimmick or McDonald comes back, then you can make a decision on what to do. And if Thrun and Kinejov and Emerson, if those guys are playing well, then you can maybe you bring back a Shimmick and you try to pass him through waivers. You bring back McDonald's, you try to pass him through waivers. I would assume both those guys would clear through waivers. Shimmick, especially with his contract, I don't think a, a team is looking to take on that contract. And if a team claims Shimmick for his $2 million plus dollars, um, that's actually not the worst thing in the world because you're getting rid of that contract for, um, yes, you're not getting an asset back. But I think in most scenarios, you'd probably have to either get back very little, like maybe a six or seven round pick, or you most likely would have to pay to, for someone to take on the Shimmick contract. So that's why I assume neither one of those guys are getting passed up or getting claimed no waivers. If someone does claim a guy like McDonald, it sucks, but then you have like a Gavanke, you have a Mukumadul, and you have some other guys that you can uh, bring up from the Barracuda uh, if you need it. Um, so Right now, McDonald's just kind of a, a placeholder for some of these younger guys as they kind of get ready. But um, overall, I mean, I, I think this is kind of what we expected from the roster. I, like I said, I still think Giovanni Smith is a bit of a surprise compared to, you know, a Peterson or uh, a Lindblom. Again, Lindblom is mainly based on his contract, not his play. Um, but Smith, like, you know, I think he's had a, a pretty solid uh Pretty solid training camp and preseason, but it's again for every good play you see a play that you probably like back with him. Um, but you know, I and then um, Shang had the lines today, and you know it felt very much like kind of what we talked about yesterday with his with the uh, Sharks. So it seems like it's going to be Smith, um, uh, Smith and Zetterlin probably fighting for that last spot, but. Um, the lines as of today is Hurdle, uh, Hoffman, Hurdle, Zadina, Eklund, Granlin, Cunning, Barabanov, Bordolo, Duclair, uh, Smith, Sturm, LeBanc, Zetterlin. So we'll probably see some of the guys switching out. And then Ferraro, Burroughs, Vlasic, Emerson, uh, Thrun, Ruda, and then Kanija, Benning. So it'll be interesting to see who is not playing um, on opening night. Um, well, we'll see how, because I mean, it could also change. So, um, 
I'm very intrigued to see who, which of the defensemen kind of gets the opening night, um, kind of wins that job, at least for opening night between Thrun, Kanijov, and Emerson. Um, like I've said before in the past couple of days, uh, I think Thrun has been the best defenseman out of that group. And I think you can make a legitimate argument that Thrun's been one of the better defensemen uh, in training camp in the preseason. And that's combining all the defensemen. Um, but so we'll see um, if Thrun doesn't play right away. I don't think it'll be long until Thrun gets in just because um, I think he's good. So I think he's kind of good. And um, heading, I think the big question though will be what happens when we get, uh, when guys are coming back and who kind of filters in and filters out. And that's, we'll kind of keep an eye, keep tabs on that as we kind of get closer to guys returning. Uh, I still think, Bordelow is the easy answer for the forwards, uh, but then you're going to have to make some difficult decisions when it comes to the defenseman and who you want to keep and who you want to kind of expose to waivers and see what kind of happens there. So, um, but yeah, I think no big surprises. I Sharks using their IR again, just trying to kick the can down the road before they have to kind of make some of these decisions and see who maybe plays themselves into a spot and who plays themselves out of a lineup. So um, before we continue, we get to our guest with Anthony Vincent of the San Jose Barracuda. Uh, Do need to take a quick break. And talk to you guys about our good friends over at game time. Uh, Game time is the perfect app. When you are searching for uh, tickets to the next big event, um, they have fast and easy ways to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, theater events uh, near you. They have killer last minute deals so you can see all the prices, the views of the seats and the best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Um, I've used game time uh, several times before. Uh, I think it's great. One, you know how much you're paying, right? You know how to like go to the checkout and see a bunch of fees added on by some other uh, apps might do. Um, and you get to see your t- your seats where you're going to sit, right? There's nothing worse than buying uh, tickets and you get there and you realize you've had, you got bad seats. Uh, they've got a bunch of different stuff, you know, for any type of event. So if you want, you know, we got Sharks hockey starting, you got Warriors, you want to go catch a Niners game, uh, plenty of concerts, uh, comedy shows, they have you covered. So download the Game Time app, create an account, use code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code locked on L O C K E N L O C K E D O N N H L for $20 off. Again, L O C K E D O N N H L for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And now we bring in San Jose Barracuda Ford, Anthony Vincent. Anthony, how's it going, buddy? It's going well. How about yourself? Not too bad. I know you're kind of in the middle of training camp right now, and you guys have your uh, first preseason game coming up. Uh, or by the time you hear this, it'll just have happened. So, um, but I really want to thank you for kind of taking some time. I know training camp could be kind of crazy right now, but um, I have to start with kind of a question I always ask: When did you realize that hockey could be like a thing for you? Um, I think it was when I was about five. I actually saw one of my friends playing on the ice and um, no one in my family's ever played hockey before. But once I saw him, I was like, I definitely want to give this a shot. And then after that, even though my parents thought it'd be like one day a week, uh, I knew I wanted to play it as long as I could. So 
uh, basically from the start. Uh, I'm sure your parents' wallet did not. Uh, <laughs> like, don't you want to play a nice sport like soccer? Where, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just buy some cleats. You're good to go. No, I know my my kids. Uh, they're they've been wanting to get on the ice, and I'm just like, I might need another job to get you guys on the ice right now. <laughs> yeah, so. it's definitely expensive, but uh, yeah, I can't thank them enough for the sport and all that they've done for me too. I mean, yeah, right. It, it, it seems to have so far kind of uh, worked out for you. Um, what, what, when you were, you, you went to college, right? You went to um, Holy Cross. What made you want to go to Holy Cross? Was there like other schools you're kind of comparing? Um, why, why Holy Cross? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it's a great academic school, um, but I've, I've been asked this question before too. And the biggest thing was it was, uh, one of the only schools that really believed in me. Um, it was one of uh, the only offers I had too. And um, I couldn't turn down an unbelievable school as well as an unbelievable hockey program. So just playing there and getting the opportunity to play division one hockey, which was my dream. Um, it was a no brainer. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I know uh, Bill Simmons is a very famous alumni of, of Holy Cross. Is he there showing up at practice watching you guys? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't see him um, around too much, but I'm sure he was following along and stuff like that. Yes, I know. Uh, I always like reading Bill Simmons stuff. I wish he would write more, but whatever. Um, what did you <laughs> study at Holy Cross? Uh, I did accounting. Accounting? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, is that if if the hockey thing doesn't work out, is that what you want to do is go into accounting or is it just like a nice safe, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a good uh, safe uh, backup plan for sure. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely I've done a few jobs working on it over the summer and definitely I want to stick to hockey as long as I can. <laughs> but it's definitely a, it's definitely a good backup. Uh, cubicle life as someone who's <laughs> nine to five job cubicle life can be interesting. So mm-hmm. uh, yes, yeah, stick to hockey as long as you can. <laughs> There's plenty of time for cubicle life. Yeah, um, exactly. At least, you know, you, you're, uh, should be able to kind of, you know, take care of your own money. You're gonna have a bunch of guys coming up to you now and like, you know, like, Hey, how, what do I do with my paycheck and stuff like that? You, you got them covered, right? Hey, yeah, that's, exactly. <laughs> just go into sports agency. There, there's the next step. So, you know, that's that's perfect. That's the way to go. Um, of course, then you you transferred to Long Island University. Uh, what was that like? Kind of jumping from one program to another. Yeah, obviously, it's always a little bit different going to a new school, new faces. Had to meet thirty new guys, but uh, honestly, it was a great experience, and it sort of got me to where I am now. So, like I said, I can't thank Holy Cross for. Mm-hmm. getting me to Long Island University and then Long Island University for getting me to where I am now. So uh, I ended up working out. Um, I also got my master's. So got a little bit of both and uh, I'm playing. Uh, I guess I'm living the dream right now. So I can't complain with uh, what happened these past couple of years. And uh, sure. with, with college guys, you know, especially with the COVID stuff, right? Getting the year of extra eligibility. How did that like, you know, kind of going through that COVID season and, and everything with you, how did that work for you? Yeah. So for COVID, to be honest, that was a definitely a tough year. Like uh, we were one of two teams on campus for the first semester and we only mm-hmm. played about 14 games that year. But um, the benefit to that, the positive uh, side to that was I got an extra year and I uh, was able to play at uh, Long Island University. So in the end, like, although it stunk in the beginning, um, yeah. definitely was a great benefit to me. 
you didn't want to try there's like that tight end who's got like nine years of eligibility you want to try to go for that the guy's got a mortgage and three kids and yeah yeah i think uh five years was enough for me like i loved uh the guys obviously i I would always go back for the guys but uh after five years of school i think uh i'm good with just playing hockey for now (laughs) All right. So of course you got, uh, you know, an amateur trial with the Kudu. Did you have any other offers after you graduated or was kind of going professional on your radar? Kind of like, what was that? The steps after, after you finished school? Yeah. So it was sort of a wild turn of events. Like I was actually supposed to go to Savannah, um, ghost pirates in the East coast league. Um, mm-hmm. And I was definitely grateful for that opportunity. And we were about to, um, play Friday night against uh, Arizona state, our final two college games. And in the morning, my coach texted me and said, uh, can you come meet? And I guess San Jose Barracuda reached out and said, uh, we'd like you to come down and uh, try out and play for us. And uh, without hesitation, I was like, absolutely. So uh, within two days, that Sunday morning, I was off to San Jose. So it was definitely a crazy uh, turnaround, but, definitely worth it for sure had you been to san jose or been to the bay area before then so one time i've been one other time we actually played uh nationals out here when i was 18 Mm. um so that was the last time i've been out here but yeah it's definitely a great spot to be um and then this you know you're kind of jumping in right end of the season at the cooter and a massive playoff run unfortunately you know they just missed uh, you guys just missed i think by like a point or two um what was that like kind of jumping into a, a heated playoff run like that it was awesome like it was first of all a dream to play um professional hockey and then just being in contention every night every every game means everything to the team so like every game counted um so it was awesome just to get that experience and uh play with the guys and yeah, it was a great experience for sure. And then, of course, you signed a, a AHL deal with the Barracuda, so you're going to be, you know, sticking around San Jose for the for the season here. Um, what uh, what what would you say is your kind of expectations heading into the season, at least for yourself? Um, I think just to take um, every day and just uh, appreciate the opportunities that I've been given, and don't take anything for granted because. Um, like so many people could be here and it's just a dream to be here. And I just want to work hard and like, um, see where it takes me like just one day at a time for sure. Um, how would you describe your game for, you know, maybe if people didn't really get a chance to catch you at the end of the season, or if they didn't get you to watch you in the rookie face off, um, how would you kind of describe your game? Yeah, I think I bring a little bit of grit. Um, definitely like to use my speed and, uh, play physical and, sort of create some energy for the guys, but also like to take pucks to the net and uh, try and create chances as well. But definitely the more physical uh, energy game uh, so far in my professional career. Uh, I mean, you're definitely watching the rookie face-off. You kind of flash there as well. You definitely, I you, you saw that physicality and that speed. Um, how was kind of playing those three games in Vegas? Oh, it was awesome. Like uh, definitely it's good to get those uh, games in as well. So mm-hmm. I get back up to speed. Like we obviously took about five months off since I played a game, but it's always great to play uh, games against another opponent. Instead of taking it out and practice on your own teammates, you get to take it out on somebody else. So it's always fun to do that for sure. 
I know you're a little bit older than the rest of the rookies. What is it like kind of hanging out with a bunch of, you know, like 18, 19, 20 year old kids in Vegas for three days? Yeah. It just reminds me of uh college life. Like <laughs> everyone's so close. Everyone's hanging out. Like everyone's a uh, young and they're all great guys. So it's definitely a great experience. Uh, three days in Vegas is about enough, right? Like anything <laughs> yeah. more than that, it's, it's too much. Right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm definitely not a huge gambler because I love my money. So <laughs> Like to keep that, but it's definitely it's definitely a cool experience for sure. Yeah, yeah. Vegas is super fun, but like three days is my limit, and then I'm like, <laughs> I, I need to go home and like, yeah, just shower for like thirty <laughs> minutes straight because yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's how Vegas is. So, um, all right, guys. Before we continue with Anthony Vincent, we get to know him a little bit off the ice. Uh, find out, of course, if he wears socks with his skates. Um, kind of, you know, just get to know Anthony off the ice. I do need to take a quick break here and talk to you guys about our good friends over at FanDuel. If you want to snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, uh, they're America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet. I uh, get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you think about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Uh, the app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, include spreads. Uh, Dolphins 14. This feels like a walk in the park uh, against a very bad Panthers team. Uh, player props. Keep hammering the Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown um, until I just keep doing it because you're going to win. So um, they have over unders, a bunch of stuff. So right now, go visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Who was your favorite player growing up? Oof. Um... There's a couple. I mean, I really love Zach Parise. Um, I was sort of because my friend was a Devils fan growing up, uh, just getting into it. But Mm -hmm. um, I like to also like mimic my game after like a Brendan Gallagher or someone like that. Just uh, small. I mean, I guess I'm a little bit bigger than him, but just like uh, he's fast, hard to play against. Um, He does everything. So I like to sort of model my game after him, someone like that. Gotcha. Yeah, I know you answered my next question. I was who you trying to emulate. So, um, all right, let's get to know you a little bit off the ice. So, uh, pregame superstitious. Are you superstitious, a little stitious, or let it flow type of guy? I'm sort of just let it uh, flow. Like I do, sort of do some of the same things, like just warming up and stuff. But I don't like to overthink things because if you have a good game, bad game, like mm-hmm. for me, like if I'm relying on doing this one thing to have a good game, then I got to keep doing it. Um, I just think like, just go with the flow, have a good warm up, and mm-hmm. see where it takes me, but just trying to keep even keeled before the game. Are you one of the like quiet, like in your head, don't bother me. Or are you kind of hanging out with the boys? No, I definitely like to play like sewer and uh, mm-hmm. talk and sort of keep it relaxed. But once uh, we're about to go out, I definitely like to dial it in and, Sort of uh, keep to myself. Gotcha. Headphones or you, whatever they're listening to. Usually, whatever they're listening to. Like I do bring my headphones once in a while, but my music's not as good as anyone else's <laughs> going to be playing. So, whatever they're playing, for sure. Yeah. Are you? Do you like to be the ox guy? I know you didn't want to be the ox guy. At least what I, when you I read your interview with Liz, um, you don't want to step up be the ox guy. No, uh, I got Spotify free, so my music's not very good. Uh, 
I'll keep it to Tristan Robbins. He's on the ox most of the time. So he's got some pretty good tunes. Yeah, I know he's got a little bit of country, if I remember, if I recall correctly with him. He does like his country. So Yep. All right. Um, coffee. Yes, no, iced, hot. How do you take your coffee? Coffee, either like iced or hot for sure, but just straight black. No, no cream, no sugar. You have to before every game? Yeah, I mean, I have a, like at least a cup a day. Yeah, I'm usually just one cup a day. And mm-hmm. then on game days, I'll wait till like four o'clock when I eat my pregame meal and then I'll have a coffee. Uh, nap before the game? Yeah, quick one. That's good. I know. I'm yeah. very jealous of the athlete life of uh, the, the afternoon nap. <laughs> sounds great. Uh, my children definitely do, would not let that happen. So, um, <laughs> socks and skates. Are you a monster who does not wear socks with their skates? Oh, I always wear socks. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, yeah. I don't know how those guys do that. Apparently, it's like super comfy once you break it in, but I don't know how those guys could just like no socks and whatever. Like that. That just seems gross. To me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not me for sure. I definitely like the socks on. All right. Um, get you out of your last couple ones. What is your favorite when you're not on the ice or not training? What's your favorite kind of activity to do? Oof. Um, I guess I haven't been playing it too much right now, but definitely golf or, I mean, just hanging out with the guys or like there's a nice pool here too, just sitting outside enjoying the rays and walking around and stuff like that. Nothing crazy. Um, are you excited after kind of living up in the Northeast, being able to play golf, like all seat year round living in San Jose now? Yeah, no, it's definitely, uh, definitely awesome perk to being out here for sure. Um, watch out for Ethan Cardwell, that guy. I don't know if you played golf yeah. with him yet. Uh, nope. <laughs> I think I'm going to stay away from that. <laughs> yeah. He's very good. I think his brother is like a professional or on his way to being a professional. So yeah, he, I think it runs in the family with him. Um, all right. Last question before I get you out of here. What was the last thing you binge watched? Oof. I have to think about that. Uh, I believe Queen of the South. Okay. Well, I've never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely an interesting one, but it's actually a really good movie. It's about like uh, some drug lord sort of ring. It's pretty cool, but yeah. All right. Um, Anthony, thank you so much for your time. We look forward to seeing you this year on the Barracuda. Uh, I think you're going to fit in right very, very well with those guys. Add some um, energy, and, and I'm, I'm sure the the Reef is going to be excited to see you playing. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, too. It was definitely a pleasure, and I appreciate it again. All right. We'll talk again soon, buddy. Three, two, one. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Anthony Vincent. Um, I think he's going to be a fan favorite for the Sharks very quickly with this style of play. Um, Kind of a no-nonsense, you know, kind of grinder type of player, but I think he's got a little bit of skill with him. Like I said, I think he's going to quickly become a fan favorite with uh, the Barracuda, but I think it's going to be a very fun Barracuda team this year, right? Um, I talked about uh, on Monday's episode where I think they have a nice blend of you're gonna have a nice blend of NHL guys between your Lindbloms, um, your Petersons, et cetera, et cetera, Ryan Carpenters. Um, you have a nice blend of veteran guys, you have a nice blend of youth who's gonna be kind of taking that next step. I think the goaltending is gonna be much improved this year with hopefully E2 Makanemi kind of being healthy. And then you have Magnus Krona, who I think is going to quickly uh kind of rise the ranks. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if Krona is again. 
I think if he's making big starts at the end of the year, don't be surprised. So um, not in with the Sharks goaltending health. Uh, if McAnemy's up playing with the Sharks, I think Magnus Cronin is more than willing and capable to kind of carry the load. We've seen him do it with uh, University of Denver playing big games for them. And I think the jump for him from NCAA to um, from playing NCAA to, to uh professional in the ahl i don't think it's going to be as big of a a a leap as maybe some other guys so uh, again he's been playing big games for a while and with with university of denver so i expect big things out of corona i think expect big things out of barracuda and i don't see why this team should not be a playoff team um if everything goes stay if everyone can kind of stay healthy and everybody does what we expect them to do i don't see why this team isn't a playoff team and this team can't win a round or two in the playoffs so uh we'll be back tomorrow uh max miller of the hockey news is gonna join where we're gonna kind of you know just talk about the sharks uh what we saw from training camp and uh, we'll have some fun as we get ready for the season uh, and then on thursday we'll do some big bold predictions on the shark season and then on friday we'll have your game recap of your first game against the sharks versus the uh, golden knights so plenty of stuff um coming up in your feeds here at locked on sharks so make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts and of course you can subscribe on youtube as well um you can follow the show on twitter facebook instagram at locked on sharks you can Follow me on Twitter at my fry hole. Until tomorrow. Bye, friends.